Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Welcome back to the Grind It Podcast. I want to continue with my no posers test and talking about guitars and, and, and Jesus. And the third thing that I want to talk about is this. Guitars need tuning. Guitars need tuning. See, if, if I was, and I'm using my little, I call it my toy guitar compared to my Martin, it's a toy, but uh, this is my Ibanez. Uh, but if I hit this G, it just sounds terrible. Because before I started this recording, I took it out of tune on purpose. And and just so you can hear, you know, th- this guitar is out of tune. And we'll talk uh, about this more in a little bit. But there's all kinds of things that make a guitar out of tune. It can be sitting in a room like like mine does in here. And, and when the temperature changes, it, it there's all kinds of things that can knock a guitar out of tune. But, but I manually took this out of tune just so I can prove a point here that guitars need tuning. And there's there's all kinds of ways that you can tune a guitar. There, there are some people that can hear when a guitar is out of tune. Of course, this is obvious. So I, obviously, I know this is out of tune. But I mean, there's people that play instruments that their hearing is so fine-tuned to that musical instrument that they can tell if, it, if it's out of tune just the least little bit. And I, I'm not that good. As a matter of fact, I can't even, I've been playing guitar for a few years now and I still can't tune uh, to ear. I have to, I have to use uh, uh, an outside source and, and you know, you, you can get tuners on your phones now. Uh, this Ibanez actually has a tuner built in here. Um, Snark uh, makes a, a, a good tuner and that's usually what I use. It's quick and easy and it, and it picks up the vibrations. Let me turn that tuner off, and I'll retune this thing, see, I'm, I'm, I'm flat there. So this is the E string, put it back in tune. That A was flat. That G should be good. Another D. And then when I hit that G chord, it's back in tune. And, and, and my little toy get, uh, guitar, my Ibanez, is, is good to go. It's ready to rock and roll. But I remember one time when uh, I, <laughs> I was just learning to play guitar, which I'm still learning, but I was just learning to play guitar, and, and uh, my, my poor worship leader at the time, I just feel so sorry for her. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. She was so patient. Uh, with me, but uh, the service is about to start, and we always tune our instruments uh, constantly. And if, if I remember one time when I was at a Ricky Skaggs concert, and, and uh, uh, it, it, he was like tuning his mandolin, they were tuning their instruments, their banjos, their you know their their guitars. Like after every song, I'm like, man, they really tune uh, their instruments like you know a lot. But now now that I play an instrument, I, I really understand why. And so the service is about to start, and, and, and I went to tune my instrument and noticed that uh, one of my strings was kind of off. And and what I did was I tuned that string, just say if it was the, the B string, 
I, I think I tuned it uh, to, to a higher uh, note than what it's supposed to be, and I didn't realize it uh, because I was using the tuner that was on, on the guitar, and uh, I don't think I, I, I was just in a hurry and didn't really pay attention. And so the service was starting, and I went to, to jamming out on the first worship song, and and everybody was just looking at me like, dude, what is wrong with your guitar? And I'm like, oh man, this is so embarrassing. I just broke out into a hot sweat, you know, and just felt like I just I wanted to, you know, crawl off the stage and, you know, and go hide. And uh, I, I was like, I just freaked out. I didn't, you know, I was like, what do I do? And, and finally, <laughs> one of the singers come over to me and they said, hey, just retune your guitar. So I, I had to, 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 to retune my guitar, and I, you know, but I'm standing up there in front of, 200 to 300 people and and i was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing and and here, here's my point with guitars uh knee tuning there there are people and it may be you today uh it, it, it could be a, a a lost person or it could be someone who uh, claims to walk with christ that to, to be a christian um but sometimes our lives they're just out of tune we're out of tune with god uh and and, and if and if, if you're a lost person you've never given your life to jesus christ so you're absolutely out of tune you you may think you're in tune you know you may uh, uh think you're okay and you may be living your own life and doing your own thing and, and thinking all is well but you're not it's not you're 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 out of tune you're out of relationship with god it's kind of like uh, and if you're a christian uh, and, and maybe you've uh, uh, fallen back into a, a sin or a sin has, uh, has got you held captive. Uh, you know, maybe there's an addiction going on in your life or, you know, just there's something in your life that you just can't let go of or escape from. It just seems to, to overtake you. And, <clears throat> and what happens is that sin, it distorts God in our lives. And, 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 and he, he is, he seemed, maybe he seems like he's far away and it's because we are out of tune like like the guitar when i first started uh this recording was out of tune and and and, and i started tightening up those those pegs and it and, and it brought those strings uh tighter and it and it and, and it brought the guitar in tune to where i could play and that's what happens when we focus on god and when god is the focal point of our life and we're in his word and we're reading the, god's word and we're studying and we're and we're praying and we're listening to the worship songs and we're fellowshipping uh with other saints and uh it, and, and god is the, like the hebrews 12 1 through 3 is uh the key verses for uh this grounded ministries and and and, and is talking about uh, we focus on jesus because he's the author and the finisher of our faith and and he endured the cross, and so we, he knows what we're going through. He he knows what we uh, suffer with. He knows what we struggle with. And, and 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 Hebrews tells us that he was he was tempted just like we were tempted in all things, and and yet he never sinned. So he he knows the struggles that we have, and and, and so we can look to Jesus for encouragement. We can look to Jesus for help. We can look to Jesus. Uh, to find strength with dealing with everyday life situations but what happens is life happens i mean life is hard let's just face it let's be honest let's be real 
life can sometimes suck and, and, and bad things happen. It's just the way it is. It, it's, it's been that way since Adam and Eve uh, bit into that fruit and, and, and took a bite of that fruit in the Garden of Eden. And, and bad things happen and, and people make bad choices and, and there's consequences from those choices and, and all these things. And, and so life happens. And, and, and when life happens and, and we can get uh, down and out, we can get depressed, we can uh, have anxiety, we can worry, we can do all these things. And, 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 and God gets out of focus because we, 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 get our, we turn our focus onto these things that's happening in our lives, these situations. And, and, and instead of running to God, we kind of peel back or, or uh, walk away or even run away from God. And, and, and far too often, so many people just forget all about God. And they blame God, which, uh, you know, where do you go if you leave God? I mean, who else are you going to go to? Where are you going to turn to for salvation, for help? I mean, drugs? Well, if you, you do drugs, yeah, that, that'll, that'll fix the problem for a little while. But they could kill you if you overdose. Uh, but that high is going to eventually wear off. And then you got to suffer the consequences, the, you know, the hangovers the next day, alcohol, sex, uh, binge watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever. I mean, the, we, we, you, you know, uh, a relationship with a friend or whatever. There, you, we can fill that void with all kinds of things, music, uh, you know, just all kinds of sports, just all kinds of things. But God is really the ultimate source that we should run to because uh, He is the only one who can truly fix or help uh, our situation. Uh, and He's so powerful he, he, that He can just speak a word into a situation and, and, and fix it. I mean, we see that all throughout the New Testament that He that he done that. But when life happens, uh, our, we get out of tune. And, 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 and God kind of gets distorted just like that out-of-tune uh, guitar that I was using at the beginning of the recording. And uh, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, that by all means, uh, I just want to reach out to you and say, you know, you, you should turn to Jesus and, and give your life to Jesus to be washed in His blood, to be filled with His Spirit, because He will give you a new purpose. He will give you a whole new perspective on life and he will be there in a time of need he he is always here uh and if you are a christian you know don't just use god in the bad times when when you know when when you need uh, to be bailed out of a situation god if you'll get me out of this then you know then i will serve you or i'll do this or i'll do that don't 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 use god that way just stay faithful and 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 when life happens and you're you worry and you you're filled with anxiety. He he is a God of all comfort. It's what Paul tells us in in Second Corinthians. And Jesus says, you know, uh, in Matthew to 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 bring all your burdens to me, and I, you know your heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And and that rest can only be found in Jesus. But when 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 I when I was making notes on this on this idea about guitars need tuning and how our lives get out of tune and especially thinking about people who think that they are in tune with God I, I, I thought about the Pharisees um, if the, the Pharisees were uh, a lot of show and matter of fact they were all show and Jesus pointed that out I mean here, here are 
men who dressed fancy. You know, they had the religious garbs on. So when they, when they walked out into the public, everybody knew who they were, that they were a Pharisee, uh, that they were a religious leader, that they were supposed to be, and they thought they were representing God. I mean, they, they literally wore what they call phylacteries. They, they wore these, these boxes that were full of scriptures on their foreheads and, and, or on their wrists, which comes from the book of Deuteronomy, that idea of the phylacteries. And the bigger the box, the more scriptures they knew. And so that it was, they, were, they were all about the show. They, they, they wanted the people to see how smart they were, how, how close they were to God, how many scriptures they could quote. Uh, uh, the people would stand and just ooh and ah at, at their prayers. And they would just say, oh, listen to uh, this Pharisee's prayer and how beautiful and eloquent it is. But what they would do was they would just re- just repeat the same prayer over and over and over. It was just a monotonous thing, and, and, and but they were getting praise from the people. And see, it, it was all about it was all about the show, and and, and people would hear them and, and say, "Oh, if, if I just wish I could be as close to God as, as they are." But the truth is about these Pharisees, they avoided sinners. And Jesus even said, when you convert somebody to God, you you make or when you convert somebody, you make them uh, twice the child of hell. Um, but they they would avoid sinners, and 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 they they kept themselves by the law according to the law. They kept themselves clean. Um, they would keep the law. I mean, Paul says that he was a, a Pharisee among Pharisees. He said he was zealous about the law, and and and. and and even he was going around thinking that he was doing God a favor when he was still Saul and before he had had an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. He he was going around from house to house and pulling men and women out of their homes, breaking up families and taking them to, to the to the jails, to the prisons, where they would eventually sometimes be killed for their faith in Jesus. And Paul thought he was doing God a favor by getting rid of these so called people of the way or people who followed Jesus, that, that was the mindset of the Pharisees. Here's Jesus who's come and died on a cross for their sins and, and been buried and resurrected and ascended back to the Father and he's poured his spirit out on, on, on 12 apostles and, and the church uh, is there in Jerusalem and it's growing like crazy, just you know, like a, it's spreading like a wildfire and then it's gonna be leaving uh, Jerusalem and going to Judea and Samaria and to all over that parts of the known world at that time. And Paul thought he was doing God a favor. He's trying to stop this thing. And he couldn't do it. But that was the mindset of the Pharisees. But uh, they they thought that they were serving God. I mean, Jesus' disciples, just, I mean, just a bunch of slappies that he he went around choosing. And, and, And they're just ordinary people like you and me. And they're, they're walking through a grain field one day and they're hungry, so they just pick, you know, what's the big deal? They pick a part of the grain and they eat it. And, and, and some of the Pharisees and the religious teachers saw it and they're like, oh my goodness, did you just see what they did? They just picked, they just worked on the Sabbath day because they, they broke off some grain and they ate it. And so they run to Jesus and they, they, they just start questioning. They did this all the time about different things. Why are your disciples 
Why do they not wash their hands? Why are they uh, choosing? Why are they picking uh, this grain on on the Sabbath? It just all these things that 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 it, 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 Jesus was about to just to just to blow their minds, really. But they 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 did not like Jesus. You know, Jesus comes along. You know, and he's saying in in the Sermon on the Mount, you've heard it said this. And he's going back to the law, and he says, "Moses said this, but I say unto you this." And he, you know, it, it, he would say, "You know, if, if you uh, uh, do this with a woman, then you committed adultery." But I say, if you even look upon a woman, uh, you've are you know, in a sexual way, you have already committed adultery in your heart. You know, eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth. He says, "But as I say, you know, you know, don't be angry with your brother or turn turn the other cheek." Just all these things. Uh, you know, the Pharisees would take the law, and then they ha- would have uh, uh, their ideas about the law, their own interpretation of the law, and then they made that law, and that was what they had the issue with, with Jesus and his disciples. Their interpretation of the law, they had made law, and and they were saying that God or that Jesus and his disciples were breaking uh, the commandments, and so. Uh, what these people who thought they were representing God was really doing the opposite. They they were not representing God. And here's God. Literally, this is ironic because here's Jesus, who is God in the flesh, and they reject Him. They want Him dead. They want Him gone. Many times, they would pick up stones to to stone Jesus, and they would plot time and time again. To get this man killed, get him out of here, and you know, then they eventually had their way as they had him put on the cross. But in in Matthew twenty three, Jesus just just really he what they we we call it the the woe chapters when he pronounces all these woes to the Pharisees. Uh, he says, Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the teachers. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their example. How horrible for Jesus to have to say that about somebody who is representing God. I mean, we don't we don't want Jesus to say that about us. Don't don't he says you can practice what they teach because they're practicing the, they're, they're they're teaching the law. They're teaching what God has given to Moses. So that part is good. But he says, "Don't follow their example. Don't. We don't want Jesus to say that about us. We want people to to be able to look at us and see Jesus, and to be able to follow our example. And so the question I have to ask is, what example are we setting for others? Because our children are looking up to us. People at our workplaces are looking up to us, especially if we profess that we are Christians, that we." Uh, we have accepted Christ as our Savior, and then we tell people that we follow Jesus. Well, if they're following us, as I, I talked about in previous podcasts, be imitators of God, Ephesians 5.1, then where are we leading people? Because we are leaders, whether we want to be or not. We are leaders. And here's Jesus saying, hey, these people are, are not in tune with God. They're way out of tune with God. And if our lives are out of tune with God, then we're not making music. We're just making a bunch of noise. And that's not good because we're leaders. People are following us. And where are we leading people to? Are we taking them to Jesus? 
are we leading them from Jesus? And the Pharisees, who thought they were in tune with God, they were leading people from God. And so Jesus says, so practice and obey whatever they don't, uh, what they tell you, but don't follow their example, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. Everything they do is for show. On their arms, they wear extra wide prayer boxes. That's the phylacteries I was talking about. With scripture verses inside. And they wear robes with extra long tassels. And they love to sit at the head of the table banquets and at the seats of honor in the synagogues. And they love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi. And so he, he goes on and, and, and he just starts pounding these people. He says, uh, gr- uh, What sorrow awaits you, you teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You won't even go in yourselves and you don't let others enter in either. What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you cross land and sea to make one convert, and when you turn that person, uh, when you turn that person into twice a child of hell, you yourselves are. Blind guides, what sorrow awaits you? For you say that it means nothing to swear by God's temple, but that it is binding to swear by the gold in the temple. You blind fools. Which is more important, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? And he just goes on and on and on and on. In Matthew 23, I love verse 27. He says, What sorrow awaits you, you teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees and hypocrites? For you are like whitewashed tombs, Beautiful on the outside, filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly, your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. He just, he just paints the picture, a true picture of of what these religious leaders, these, these Pharisees who thought they were representing God, he, he says, this is what you really are. You, you look the part. You are beautiful on the outside. Yes, you're wearing these fancy robes with these extra long tassels, and you've got these big old phylacteries showing everybody how much scripture you know, and you're out here saying these prayers, and you, and you act the part, but on the inside, you're full of dead men's bones because you don't get your hands dirty. You're just acting. You see, you, you, you're like the guitar, you know, you look the part, but when I pluck the strings, you, you're out of tune. You're out of tune with God. You're not representing God like you should. And that's the question we have to answer. Are we in tune with God or are we like the Pharisees? I mean, who, when God plucks our strings, are we in tune or are we out of tune? Because if we think we're in tune, but we're really out of tune, then we're going to be we're, we're going to be like I was in, the, in in that service. And I start jamming on my guitar and realize, hey, I'm out of tune. And that's what happens when, when we come close to God. We realize, hey, we're out of tune. When we get into God's Word, we realize I'm out of tune with God. And I, this whole time I thought I was, I was in tune. And we're only fooling ourselves. Like these, these Pharisees. And so the question we have to answer is, are we in tune with God? Thank you for listening to the Grinded Podcast today. May God bless you. If you have any comments or questions, you can email them to us at thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like Randy to come and speak at your church or your next event, you can contact him through that same email address. 
Also, I would like to thank Jody Foster's Army, also known as JFA, for their song, Abba, as we use for our intro and our outro off their untitled 1984 album. May God bless you, and remember, keep your eyes on Jesus and keep grinding.